Welcome back to another episode of Ain't, Ain't That, that Some Woo! Alrighty, guys. We're so excited to be here today. It is a rainy day. It is cold in San it's Diego today. It's cold in San Diego, and it's just setting the mood for for, for everything. Yeah, like comfy, just relaxing, chill, relaxed just, vibes. You know. So, you want to talk about today's episode, Betsy? Yes. Today's episode, we're going to be touching a subject that a lot of women... Because I complain, because we're not heard. So we're going to be talking about motherhood, the struggles that come with being a mother, being a housewife, being a business owner, and all the other things that comes with it. Everything that comes with it. Everything. Yeah. Because I feel like we always, always say like moms, moms, like it's expected, but nobody really digs down deep down on how it really takes a toll on you and all the responsibilities that comes with it. A hundred percent, yes. So um, even today in the morning, she was running late, you know, well, I mean, kids. I mean, let's be honest. I'm always running Betty's late. always <laughs> late, guys. She's always late. That's I'm just always her. running late, you know. That's why I told her. I told her, so this weekend was my kid's birthday yes. party, and I told her it starts at 3, so that she could be there by 5. Yeah. Guess what? She arrived at 6. No, no, no. You 5.30. Well, it was, it was five, oh, 5.35, 5.34. Okay. All right. She, 30 minutes. Min- 30 minutes. It okay. All right. I'll give it to her, but she's still late. <laughs> <laughs> I'm always late this morning again. So, but talk about, you know, what it was because I'm oh sure gosh, there's a yes. lot of moms out there, including myself. Yes. You know, we're always trying to leave the door at a certain time. But once you have kids. Shit happens. <laughs> ain't that some shit, right? It's so true. Like, you know, things fall down the crack it's like it's so hard to get out of the time get out of the house at a certain time and i'm sure a lot of us can relate if you have kids sometimes even if you don't have kids you know if you can't plan your day the way you should you're running late you're running late or one little thing happens and it screws up your whole schedule yeah you know but i mean like for example like this morning yeah i woke up early i was ready to go i knew we had to be here at nine o'clock you know it had to be here at 9 o'clock. <laughs> Got here at 9.23, but... Okay, 9.30. Um, but no, Ethan decided that today he didn't want to change. He didn't want to put his clothes on. Mm. He was just having a meltdown this morning. Yeah. So I have to go physically, you know, get Do him ready. Him. Emma, I mean, she's only five, but she's... She got it, mm. you know? She's a lot more responsible. Yes, but today she decided to get my phone... And she went downstairs, and I completely forgot, like, to do her hair and stuff. So by the time I'm running out, I'm like, what happened to your hair? And she's like, you didn't do it. I was like, where were you? On the phone. Ugh. Eliana, I can't find my shoes, and it's raining. It's just little things like that, right? I mean, I struggle just having Mila because she's always like, mommy, like, I can't find. Usually, I pick out her clothes the night before, and I set it to the side. Like, this is what you're going to wear, right? And it's like sometimes she wakes up in such a bad mood or I don't know what it is. And she's like, I don't want to wear that. And I'm like, and she wears a uniform, right? So all the clothes is the same. Yeah. And I'm like, Mila, like you, like it's the same pants. You have to wear the same pants. Like she's like, but yeah, but these fall a little bit. They're a little bit loose. And I'm like, girl, or just little things like that. And you know, she's running and she's like, I don't want to wear those shoes. And I'm like. Well, you see, it's the other way around So imagine for three kids. My kids don't have uniform, but. For some reason, they decide that, you know, red Christmas leggings with a unicorn shirt (laughs) and like a purple sweater and their fancy boots. (laughs) Black boots. (laughs) So I was like, what are you wearing? I know. But, you know, again, I was late because it's just there's too much. Then I have to get myself ready, you know, make sure I have what I need for today. My lunch, the water is just a bunch and of then crap. especially being a single mom it makes mm-hmm. it 10 times harder when you know you have your significant other at least you know they can help you with you know what go get the shoes go get this really get that really well, i mean if you ask you know hey like yeah. you know can you go get this for her can you go get that for her so it's just you know the both of you can but once you're a single mom it's like who it's do you run to you can't you just have to 
you know, do it yourself. You're in the middle of doing your makeup. You're in the middle of doing something and it's like, stop halfway, go get that. And then something else pops up and it's just, it's honestly a dilemma. Leaving the house with kids. It's, yeah. You gotta, you gotta prep like four hours in advance. (laughs) And it makes it 10 times harder when they have to be out by like eight in the morning because it's like you gotta wake up at four in the morning or something, you know? No, it's definitely a struggle (sighs) to get out. (laughs) Are you okay? (laughs) You know what? (laughs) No, but it's true. No, it's it's, definitely a struggle, um, you know, with the kiddos and trying to, you know, juggle everything that you have going on. Um, like you said, your significant other, you know, do they do help, but I think they help to a certain extent. Right. I know when my significant other is home and, you know, trying to help, uh, he does, but I feel like it's another job too, because I got to tell him, go do this, go do that, go do this, go do that. You know, mm. us, we already program, so we know to what we're doing. Do yeah. And then for them, and then, you know, I'm doing my makeup, I was like, hey, go get Emma her shoes. Hey, find her sweaters. Hey, and it's just like, Stuff like that. at what point does... You know, that also becomes part of the job. Mm, that is true. You know, because I agree a hundred percent. They don't know and it's not their fault. They don't know. You know, I'm very picky. There's yeah. times where he would change the girls and I'm like, What the hell are and they you wearing? Know what? I don't understand. Like as women, we want the help, right? Yeah. But it's like they do it wrong, so it's Do we even want it? Do we Yeah. And then work. we complain. So yeah. we're I get you, man. Like we're fucking hard to deal with <laughs> very because hard. it's like it's the same way i'm like i want you to do it and help and then when you do it it's like oh, it's not right like yep. you know and i get frustrated and then you know they're like okay well then why and then you they, feel they, they feel bad they do feel bad because bad. To, you know with him i'll be like what the hell are they wearing like do don't you know, know how to match they're like i know <laughs> don't you know how to match like and that, then, those you know, boots don't go with that shirt like those pants do not match with the shirt and they you look know? you know he comes down like hey like i got the I girls got ready the i was like what ready. the hell and then he's like uh, you know you uh, just literally uh, like yeah. busted their ego or like whatever you it know. is yeah it's hard and then they don't want to help you because then at they the end feel of the day, like you end up doing it anyways yeah so, so we got to learn how to be a little bit more lenient, you know? And patient. And patient with them, the kids. <sighs> We're like, <laughs> you know, so that's one of the struggles, like, as a motherhood, having to leave the house at a certain time. And I'm sure a lot of us can relate. Yeah. I have a lot of friends that are mommies, and they all talk about the same thing. It's like mm-hmm. trying to leave the house at a certain time, getting the it's kids hard. ready. It is so hard. It's hard. It's hard. And just getting their bags ready for throughout the day, all of that, yeah. you know? And I think we talked about this on our last episode, you know, like getting the kids ready, their diaper bags, you Everything. know? And then we have to take care of ourselves to go run and do our stuff, you know? Yeah, like I was telling you this morning. I, oh, and by the way, I forgot my daughter had pictures today. Picture day. <laughs> so the day that I don't do her hair and I just put it open like in the messy ponytail that's the day i pick up my nieces and they're like oh emma are you excited we have pictures today what What? we have what and she's like yeah mom i told you so here i go they're late now to school because i took emma back yeah did redo her hair changed her shirt and now we go you know Mm -hmm. because my my daughter's not gonna come out like you know in picture, picture day, day a messy Toda like messy with like you know <laughs> just don't just don't buy, shirt. <laughs> just don't buy that the pictures for that year <laughs> be like sorry honey wait wait wait, wait well she started it. school late though this year oh. so she didn't get to take the pictures oh, okay at the so, beginning yeah. of the year so this was the one well at least you made it happen though props yeah. to you mama she was late she though. took it doesn't matter she's I still was gonna late be too. <laughs> she's always late though that's that's no that's <laughs> That's not even. No, no, yeah, no. you're good. You're good. I tried. <laughs> like I tried. I tried to put it in there. <laughs> but, um, but you know, one of the things too that I I've been struggling with right now, and it's been really hard, is Mila. She's you know she's always been very attached to me. We've always had that bond. And I remember when she was little, she was always so excited to start school. And the minute we signed her up, she it wasn't what she expected. You know, she probably Aww. thought like. I don't know. She just has like separation anxiety. We're so attached to each other till this day. I mean, she's in uh, first grade and she struggles every day to like Aww. leave. But one of the things is, is like she has a, re- a really strict teacher and she has two teachers because she's in um, a German school. So she has German and English, right? Wow. Yeah. So Fancy. she speaks three languages. She Mila does? speaks three languages. She speaks Spanish, English, and German. Wow. Mm-hmm. I'm so proud of my baby girl. And uh, uh, Mila Bougie. The Bougie, Bougie, Bougie. <laughs> <laughs> so she, you know, her German teacher, she's very sweet lady, very loving, very caring towards her students. 
and her English teacher is a little bit more strict. So Mila's not used to that. Oh. I mean, she's used to me, Jose. Like, we're very loving people, very caring. Soft-spoken. You guys soft-spoken. are very soft-spoken. So, you know, this teacher is a lot more, like, strict and this and that. Like, very structured. So, um, you know, she's been having a really hard time trying to go to that every time so it's like one week she has a german teacher another week she has um her english teacher and i already know the 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 week that she has her english teacher she starts getting panicky anxiety anxiety dude and she starts crying like today in the morning she keeps like every day she's been telling mommy what happens if i just quit school like i don't want to go to school and it's so heartbreaking to me because she loves school she loves being around kids she loves going to school and it puts me as a parent in a really hard situation because i'm like i don't I don't want her to be experiencing this, you know? I don't want her to feel like this. And as much as I want to protect her, I can't do it all the time, you know? There's always, she's going to come around teachers that are not going to, you know, and I can't, like, she wants me, she's like, okay, mommy, can you go to the front office and tell them to change me classes? Like, I don't want Can you, though? I think I can. I think I can. But, you know, she's got only four months left. And she always has a hard time and... Even me, her today dropping her off. Today's her birthday, and you know oh, I'm so happy excited. Birthday, Mila. I know, happy birthday, my beautiful princess. She's seven years old. Aww. Um, but you know, just dropping her off today, she was already having a hard time. Like, you know, empezó a llorar. She's like, "Mommy, I don't want you to leave me." And I'm like, "Oh, it breaks my heart." You know, and as as, as parents, we all go through that. Like, yeah. you know, I don't know if it's just me, but I'm like, "Damn, it breaks my heart." And I dropped her off today, and as she was saying bye to me, like she was on the other side of the fence, and like we're both walking because my car, I parked it downhill so she's going like this and i'm you know walking we're both walking and we're lo- you know we're looking at each other and she's just you know i see her little tears coming down and she's like bye mom you know, i'm like it's your birthday baby i don't want you to feel like that Aww. you know and it's so hard like as parents as mothers you know that we go through this so now i'm like in a situation where i'm like do i change her classes do i do like what do i do do i say something do i you know leave her because you know she needs to learn how to not everybody's going to be sweet to her you know what i mean so i'm in a tough situation where i'm in a point where like do i because i know her teacher's not you know putting her like being mean to her like that it's just she's just strict you see and it's funny because i'm the other way around i'm the other parent i'm the strict parent i'm like if i'm telling you this i'm gonna tell you this and i'm gonna keep telling you this and then sometimes i'm like god do this and that's the only way to listen yeah but i'm the strict parent and i you know i put things that i expect from them right you know Mm -hmm. so and i'm the other way around iliana wants me to you know talk to her like you probably talk sweet. to Mila. And I do. I There's moments that, you know, I yeah, do. I talk like to her a... sweet. But then there's times I'm like, Eliana, I need you to move. I need you to do this. Let's go. Let's go. Mm-hmm. And she's like, you're so mean. Why are you mm-hmm. so rude? I was like, baby, nobody's going to talk to you like this yeah. when you grow up. Yeah. You're going to have to wake up because exactly. in the real world, nobody's going to be like, right. hey, Eliana, when you have time, yeah. can you go do your work? No, they're going to be like, go do your work. Exactly. Do it now. It's old at this time. Go. Yeah. So I am that parent. I am that strict parent. Mm-hmm. And my kids are used to it now. So they're so, like, any teacher can't, can't face me. <laughs> no, and not only that. And I've told her, I was like, hey, the teachers are there to help yeah. you. But also keep in mind, if she does tell me like, hey, I'm not feeling comfortable with this teacher, I am also the one to go and talk to that teacher. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. even with Ethan, I've been in the school systems with Ethan since he was three. So it was a constant battle, always demanding what I needed for him. Right. You know, and what as a parent, I thought it was best for him. Mm-hmm. Because at the end of the day, the teachers are her do her job. Yeah. Right. You're going to find the teachers that are amazing and they love what you do. And you're going to find the teachers that are there for a paycheck. Yeah. That's just Absolutely, what it is. Absolutely, 100%. So, you know, and your kid is going to fall. He's going to get one of those teachers someday yes. in their whole and, I mean, school Mila's year, doing you, know? It, you know? So it's just, you know, letting her know, maybe starting to build like a backbone kind of. Yeah. And see, that's why I'm like, I don't know if I want to change her, you know, like class. I mean, I wouldn't. Oh, change her. Okay. Yeah. Like change her, her teacher because, you know, she's going through this phase, but I'm like. You know, there was they, there came a point, I remember, I think I told you, where she was like, oh, she's so mean. She, like, puts me in time out. And when she told me that, dude, I... Have you talked to teacher? Yes. Yeah, so that day when she told me that, my blood was boiling. I'm like, who puts their kids in time out? Like, their students well, in do. time out. But teacher shouldn't do that, though. 
That's not their job to put their kids in timeout like if that. If the kid is well, acting yeah, up, I mean, no. you got to think about right, it. Right, you right. got a good kid. Yes. There's no, the kids and, and that I, are and like. And I understand that. But Mila, the way Mila was like, mommy, like whenever we don't do our work, she yells at us. And she, like if we get the answer wrong, she yells at us and puts us in timeout. Mm-hmm. So to me, I'm like, okay, if my, if my daughter gets an answer wrong, why are you going to put her in timeout? Like, that's not okay. okay like, you need that's it. different. Exactly. Like, you, obviously, I understand if she's being mean and rude and hitting people, then absolutely, you know, she deserves timeout. But if she gets the answer wrong and you're putting her in timeout, no. Like, your job is to teach her, not, you know, why are you going to put her in timeout? Mm-hmm. So that was, you know, I, I was so angry. I, I emailed the teacher that morning because I dropped her off. And you know how COVID is. Like, I don't get to see her teacher. I know. So I emailed her in the morning and I'm like, hey, you know, I think we need to talk. I had a conversation with Mila. She's been crying. She's been having, she's been really anxious to go to your class. And I'm like, and she told me that, you know, whenever you have her do her work and she gets the answer wrong, you tell her to go to timeout. You have her put her head down and you take recess off from her. And, you know, she got back to me. She was like, hey, you know, um. She was like, I'm, I'm sorry, but I don't put her in timeout. I don't know, you know, I don't know why she would say something. She's like, I would definitely talk to her because, you know, I don't know where she's coming up with all this stuff. So I picked up Mila that same day and, you know, I, I saw her teacher. We had a conversation and, you know, she told me, she's like, I don't put my kids in timeout, especially if they're getting the, the answer wrong. No, she's like, I'm, I am going to admit, though, I am very strict. If she doesn't get the answer right, I go, Mila, you need to start practicing at home. She's like, and I'm... You know, because she's a, she's a bodybuilder. She's She goes to the gym. Mm. So her voice is very like, Mila, you need to practice at home. It's you very need, direct. Very direct. So Mila's not used to that. Mm. And I think every, every, every teacher that she's gotten, even in kindergarten, all her teachers have been so sweet, very loving, very caring. So she's used to that. Yeah. And this teacher is very direct, very like, you know. And there's nothing wrong. I, I don't think the teacher's no. doing anything wrong. Yeah, no. Because doing... I would be, if I was a teacher, I would be the direct one. Yeah. I'd be so, like, hey, you're here to work. Let's go. Exactly. So, you know, she was like, this is, this is what's going on. I talked to Mila and, this, and I'm like, baby she doesn't put you in timeout. She's like, I know she doesn't. I just said that. And I'm like, oh, oh no, like you can't be doing that, baby. You know, you can't blame other people or try to put other people to get what you want. That's not nice, you know, because yeah. now I'm like, I went after your teacher accusing her of putting you in timeout because I believe you. Whatever you tell me, I'm going to believe you. You're my daughter. I'm not, I'm never going to question you. You know, if somebody's doing something to you, I would never question it. Mm-hmm. So me as a parent immediately, like, you know, I go and tell the teacher, like, that's not okay, you know? So then it turns out Mila was, you know, she just said. She just has really bad anxiety. She doesn't want to exactly. be in that class because it's out of her comfort zone. Out of but her comfort zone. But you have two situations. Mm-hmm. Changing her from the classroom so she feels comfortable and continues her year. Or actually, you know, making her like, hey, baby, this is what you get. Yeah. And you're going to have to So you know, I'm in a out. tough situation. You know, I think this is something... Um, me and her dad need to talk about, yeah. come up with something because it's, it's a whole. Yes. So, you know, that's one of the other things that as parents we go through and, you know, with school, homework, um, you know, getting them ready. What's another thing, you know, what, what so, else? So what happens? Okay, so let's, let's put different scenarios, right? Mm-hmm. And I'll put some of my scenarios and you probably could throw mm-hmm. some of yours. Yeah. What happens when you are the stay-at-home mom? You wake up, get the kids ready, clean a house, do everything that comes with the household, then pick up the kids, do the homework, make dinner, husband comes home, or maybe, you, you know, are single, but, you know, you're doing all that stuff. At what point <clears throat> does your significant other come in and be like, hey, like, let me help you? Because there's a lot of significant others, and let's be honest, that just think that they're just a provider, and once that's they come it. home, that's it. Their, Their job out. ends. Yeah. But our job, I mean, we wake up, our job starts, we go to sleep, our job, you know, it doesn't, doesn't end. end. Because in the middle of the night, if they, they wake, wake up, up, it's us. It's us. Exactly. The kid's sick, it's us, because he has to wake up early mm-hmm. to go to work. So at yeah. what point can we balance this out? You know, I think for me, and my not, uh, like in my point of view, and something that I've learned is asking for help. Mm-hmm. You know, I think uh, in, my, in my situation, I am very, I have it under control. I, I figure it out and I don't ask for help. Mm-hmm. So that automatically leaves, you know, this, my significant other thinking, okay, she's got it. You know, she doesn't ask for help. 
she's got it because that's just the type of person that I am. I try to put in up front, like I'm okay, but I'm figuring out my shit. You know, I don't, I don't like asking for help. Mm. So that's when it's like, for him, it's like, okay. You know, she got it. She got it. Yeah. They, y se acostumbran. Yeah. No, right and then it's and then it's me and I'm you know I'm like well why isn't he helping out because you, you know and this, is, and, and this is a conversation that I've had you know where they're like well you don't you didn't ask me I thought you you yeah. were fine because yeah. you didn't ask and I'm like but I shouldn't have to ask you should ha you you know you should be the one which asking. you know I feel you know, women perspective. And I don't know? know if it's a women thing. I think so because you you ex you expect, again, we're putting expectation exactly. that they understand what you're going right. through and that they know that you need help. But if we're not saying we need help, they're assuming and, we don't need help. And, and, and that's the let, thing. My, it's funny. Sorry, go, go, my go, go, go. Suegra, this is so good. <laughs> my suegra, um, so when I got married, I did everything. I handled the kiddos. Um, I would do the household, bills, the everything. household, take them to a doctor's, school meetings. I even cut my own grass. In front of my house, wow. like I did my landscaping. You know, I wanted my house to no, look cute. I, I, and I agree hundred percent. And then my soda was like, "Mija," because she would visit us all the time. My soda was amazing. Tu she, mi okay, okay. And she would visit us all the time, uh, in law. <clears throat> and um, she'd be like, "Mija, qué hace?" I was like, "Oh, I'm just cutting the grass." Que venga David la corte. No, no, no lo mal acostumbres. This was in the yeah. beginning of our marriage. Yes. But then when David would go cut the grass, he would do half ass, and I'm like. This is why I do it. This is why I do it. You yeah. know? And but see, that's our fault. Exacto. You know what? I think it's our pride and our ego. Like, somos, ¿sabes qué? I feel like as women, we try to be very independent. Not very only that. Like, to me, I feel like if I am going to ask you for help and you're going to do it half-ass, why am I even asking yeah. you? Might as well just me do it alone right. and do it right the yeah. first time. Yeah. But then here I am. I'm the one that, I'm the one that, that, you know, if I'm cleaning and they're sitting in the couch, I'm like the one throwing Nobody the... ayuda. I'm, I'm ah, so que bonito. <laughs> yep, that's and me. you could tell I'm mad, exactly. you know. Instead of sweeping like this, I'm like... Yes. <laughs> so let me ask you this. So do you think, obviously, you know, I, I know for a fact that men and women think completely different. Yeah. And, but it's like, do all men think like that? Like No. No. Because uh, I've met so men. Hard. I've met men that actually understand uh -huh. the wife. And he be, I've seen it when okay. they're like, hey, Beb, you're good. I got it. Hey, don't worry. You know, and they have the initiative to do things. To do things. I just feel like, you it's know. It's just their personality. It's their so personality. It's not a, me a guy And thing. it's different. For example, I went to go visit one of my siblings this weekend, um, this week. And I got there and they invited me and they were like, hey, you know, come and eat dinner. You know, my fiance's mom had a, we made a lot of food. And I was like, okay. I didn't want to go, but I was like, you know what? I'm going to go spend time with my brother and my, my sister-in-law. And I got there and she's warming up the food and he's washing dishes. And I was like, oh, damn, my mama did a good job. I'm proud of him. Yeah. <laughs> but do you think job. that's their communication, though? Like, do you think she asked him, you know what? This is what we're going to do. Like, I'll take care of the kids. When we're done eating dinner, you wash the dishes. I honestly. You know what I mean? Or yeah. does it does it just happen naturally? Like, I know, I know there's a lot of men out there that are very OCD. Yeah. So it's like if they see a mess, they'll get up themselves and clean it. Yeah. Right. And it's there's men out there that that do have OCD. But then what happens to the men that don't have OCD? It's like, do you know, do I, do they do help because their significant other asks yeah. or is just like, you know what I mean? I'm like kind of intrigued to know. So I, I really want to really say are. it depends on how one, the race and their maturity level. Mm -hmm. Keep in mind, you and I got married a very young age. A lot of women get married at I mean, either 30s, 20s or 30s or, yeah, now. Right. My brother's 34. She mm -hmm. is, I think, a little bit younger or a year older. I don't know. But they're, like, right there. So they're more mature and they're able to communicate. And that's what happens, I think, when you communicate what your you expectations, expectations are. are. It's easier to, you know, to handle that situation. For yeah. example, my mom was a single mom. So my brother has seen with his own eyes what a single mom goes mm -hmm. through. And I think it's just, you know, 
it's just in him. So the fact that he was doing that when I got there, I was like, oh, I'm so cute. proud of my brother. Yeah, that's cute. You may get married. And, you know, I think also... Um, like you, you brought a good point, you know, when you, you marry your, you know, your partner at such a young age, you're growing at that up. age. Well, yeah, but at that age, I don't think you go on dates to talk about who they really are as a people and, or what your expectations are in the future. You know, I think a lot of times we just go into a relationship and it's all lovey dovey and you just go, you know, you and go I, as you go. And I've realized now, you know, I'm, I'm much older, I'm more mature. I've realized that a lot of couples who are older and getting into a relationship before they establish it when they're in the meeting stages they you know immediately ask what are your values when it comes to family what are your values when it comes to like what are your core values your your morals you know because those are really important things like a lot of people you know family isn't their their priority or you know learning learning what like even establishing finances Early on in the relationship, it really takes you know because now you I, know. I don't. I don't I actually don't agree with that. What do you mean? I don't agree of touching that such an early stage in the relationship. Like when you're dating. Yeah. So I think the as a woman, right? If I am gonna go out there, I have to know what I want. Right. I'm either gonna want somebody that I date and I'm you know he's cute and he's a great time. No, to the, have but I'm with. saying like. But if I'm you, looking for something yes, more serious, that's what I'm talking about. You don't talk about that in the beginning. You're gonna talk about it as you go through. Right, like, I know in the that's what I'm saying. But in, in when you're in a relationship, yeah. like when you're you're dating, but before it, you marry, you have to ask those questions. Now in my situation, like that's how I see it. Yes, you know, before you get married, these are things that should be brought up. It should, but it just depends on how serious you see yourself with that person no that's what i'm saying like for example like if you you before you know you're gonna get married Mm -hmm. like let's say you know we're yeah all that has to be talked yeah but you have to talk about how you know how do you do you see yourself having kids yes how were you raised how you know how was your mom and your dad because asking those questions you're gonna start putting the pieces together and see that's what i'm saying like those are things that in my situation i never approached because Neither did I. you know I, would, I don't know if it was because i was so little and not you know like thought about it was just oh let's have fun you know we're dating you don't think about mm-hmm. you just know about that person but you don't think about the future like so what yeah. do you see yourself with how many kids little because you're like more that. mature now yeah so you're thinking like that now, exactly. now you and i know that whatever happens if we have to go back out there we know what we want. we want. So the important thing here is knowing, knowing what, what you want. want. And exactly. But see, those are really important things because that really determines what your future is going to mm-hmm. look like. Like, do you, you know what? You say, this is what I expect from a partner. You know, like once you're in a, in a serious relationship. But then we like, go back to expecting. And, and you're not supposed to expect. No, no, no. Well, I'm not want. saying like. I was like, you, you know exactly what? This is what, what I want. want. This is yeah. what I want, you know, my in significant other to yes, have, like in a exactly. partner. I would like him to have these qualities yes. and stuff. But if you tell somebody like, hey, this yeah, is what I, I expect. Yeah, I use the wrong. Yeah, I use the wrong. If this is what I no. expect, they're going to be like, oh, I, I, I'm yeah. going to try to do it because that's what she no, expects no, 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 from no. me. No, I use the wrong word. But you're right. Like it's. This is what I want. This is what I'm looking for in a partner. Yeah, this is you what know? I need in a relationship. Uh-huh. So I think that's when it really kicks in when it's like, okay, you know what? We're both, she, she needs that person to be in the household and to help her yeah. in the household whenever I get a chance. You know what I mean? So I think those are really important key points in, in a relationship. And this is how I know now, you know, now I know that going into a relationship, you know, the communication is there before getting, you know, yeah. committing to getting married. Yes, and, and definitely. This is where, you know? And then but, just knowing, you know, just knowing your significant other. I mean, if you see her, like, there's some moms, dude, out there that stay-at-home moms do it such, like, make it look so easy. They do. You know? But then when you start peeling the onion, you're like, damn. Like, I didn't know you felt like that. I didn't know you were going through that. You know, because it does, it it is a lot on a mom. So much. The more kids you have, the more, More you know, more more work. And mentally draining it is, you know. Super mentally draining. Well, I mean, you have, you know, little humans depending on you. You have to make them a good person for, you know, to be out in the real world. And that takes time and dedication. And that takes away from you. And you need to really learn how to be selfish. 
And the other thing is, like, for example, like, you know, if you're already in a family, you have the kiddos, but now you're finding yourself and you're wanting to do these things. How do you juggle that? Because now you were a mom before you decided to go do all these stuff, right. you know, all this, all these goals and all these ambitions that you have now for yourself. Mm -hmm. But now you have to balance both of them. Yeah. Because at some point that kid's going to be like, you don't play with me. You right. don't do this. You used to do that. I'm in that spot right now. Yeah. Where Eliana, you know, Ethan and Eliana had me 24 7 mm -hmm. at home. Mm -hmm. Emma doesn't. Emma, that's when the, 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 the cycle She's la the, mas chiquita. La so she's kind of grown up into this so, busy you schedule. Yeah, exactly. But I feel like she's more dependent. Like, independent. It made her more, more independent. 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 Um, she's the one that, you know, gets up and she does stuff. And then my other two are like, Mom, Mom. Porque están acostumbrados. Están acostumbrados. Sí. Yeah, están acostumbrados. And then it's not their fault. No, no, no. Absolutely I was, uh, you know, not. I was yeah. the one at home. I was always there. Exacto. And now I'm little by little. Slowly doing your own thing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And see, I think that's so hard as motherhood, you know, because if you're that type of person that went from being a stay-at-home mom to now having your own business and trying to work that, then, you know, it takes that time away from your kids and them feeling a certain type of way and, it plays that mom guilt on mm -hmm. you because, you know, it's it puts that pressure like, man, you know, I'm trying to work here and trying to, you know, they don't understand obviously right now why it is that you're out and about doing your thing, yeah. you know, but down the road, it's, you know, my mom had to work because she wanted to give me a better future, you know, she was trying to provide for me and all this stuff. So, um, you know, it's just... And, you know, it's a lot of the hard. questions that we've been getting is like, how do I communicate this to my significant other? Because when I do, they think I'm nagging, I'm causing drama, mm -hmm. I'm complaining. Unfortunately, it, it always happens. It, like and it, it always seems like we're nagging, you it know? Does. And uh, this is one thing I've always told, you know, my significant other. It's like, hey, help me with this. Help me with that. And he does. Mm -hmm. He does help me a lot. But... You know, there's you get times tired of saying, asking. asking. I'm so tired of asking <laughs> or telling that person what to right. do. Like, if you know there's a bunch of weeds in the backyard, do I really got to go tell you to go pull the weeds out? Yeah. If you see that I am, like, cooking yeah. and juggling the kids, do I really have to tell you, like, hey, help babe, me help with me with the, the dishes or help yeah, me with something. the kids? And keep in mind, he's very hands-on now, you know. He's getting well-trained. Let's just say that. <laughs> Betsy. No, but you know, it's just they don't know that. And they're that's what used I'm to saying. the mom. They're used to the mom doing all doing that. Doing all them. of that. You know, and my, it's our fault for yeah. you know because we want to control every situation. And, and then you see, and I then it's like, okay, well, you got it. You never asked. And see, with my my situation is my significant other is more of like. Well, you didn't ask. I didn't know this, mm -hmm. you know, and I'm like, oh, snap. Well, you know, you could have asked me to help you and I would do it, yeah. you know. And for me, it's it's a lot. Like I said, I've been very hard on myself and asking for help has always been an issue for me because I'm like, I got this. I got this. I'm an independent woman. I got this. I don't need help, you know. And and then me be trying to be a superhero, superwoman down the road, it gets frustrating. And then the you minute I, ex yourself. I drain myself and then when I explode it's like whoa whoa why why i had no idea you could have told me this you see and i think as a woman we drain ourselves because we want everything so perfect Exacto. in our mind Exacto. we already have like the perfect family i'm the stay-at-home mom my kids are the perfect wonderful. cut grass and yeah <laughs> i feel like we envision so much so and we're much. perfectionists yes. to the point where you know their what their work doesn't meet our expectations and it gets us irritated but you know what i think i learned that we need to be more lenient towards them because as long as they're helping, even if it's not the way, you know, we expect it to be, the intention is there. And, and I'm learning that right now. Me too. I'm learning that right me now too, because I'm, I'm sure that. a lot of you guys can learn from this yes. because, you know, we need to be a little bit more lenient, more understanding towards the men because it does make them feel some type of way. But, you know, what happens when you meet the man or you have the man that's like, I'm not your maid. That's not my job. Oh, That's no. your job. I'm sorry. You do this. No, you I'm know? sorry. I work. I provide. Like that's your job. No. Whoa, 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 whoa. I'm sorry, whoa. but if if that if I'm in a situation where I'm actually communicating to you, like, hey, I need help. I understand if you'd be like, oh, okay, well, I didn't know this because you didn't communicate to me, right? 
But the minute the guy tells me, I'm not your maid, I'm not this, I'm not so... No, like, what? It's funny. I can't... I, I'm sorry, I would not be able to handle... Like, as much as I love you, I could never be with a man like that. Because yeah. a relationship is all about compromising and trying, you know, trying to help. Even if you're not okay with it, I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. I can't, mama. It's, I, w- it's, I, I, I cannot be in a relationship like that. It's, it's, it, it comes it's to a ending. point. It comes to a point that it's like, when is it enough? Like, Andale. when is he going to understand that... Only because I have the mom title, I have to do everything. No. And then they're like, no, that's your job. That's your job. I work. I provide. That's your job. That's your job. No, no. you had these kids too. They came from your ball sack. <laughs> <laughs> they're sitting there. They're sitting there. <laughs> yeah. I didn't do this kid by myself, exactly. you know? So it's just, it, it's very hard because you're going to meet that person or you're going to probably be with that person that thinks that way and you're trying to better yourself. You're trying to do all this right stuff and then that person's still not getting it. Okay, maybe counseling. But what happens if they don't want counseling? How much can you can take? you hold this relationship together without you tearing yourself apart? Exactly. Without you being broken because you decided to be a mom. But it wasn't just your decision. It was both of you guys. Exactly. So there has to be some type of balance. And, you know, it is possible. No, I, absolutely. I'm living it. It is absolutely. possible that that person can change. Como dijiste, trying, you know, communicating doesn't work counseling but if that person doesn't want counseling and i honestly think i don't know maybe because i'm in a point in my life right now where i'm like i wouldn't take shit like yeah it's just you know as much as you want to save that relationship and as much as you want to make it work if you both aren't on the same page when it comes to responsibilities like that with the kids and you wanting that help and if they're not willing to like compromise you're wasting your time and you're wasting your you're really hurting yourself mentally and you need to mm-hmm. learn to let go because no matter how hard you try they're just not getting it you know and i think men are very you know no me deja no me va a dejar nunca va a you know and there's going to come a point where us women we get tired and they're going to you know you might come to a point where in your life where you're just like i'm fed up i'm tired and you call it quits you're done and that's when they realize oh snap and then and they, they're willing to compromise. Yep. Will, okay, how can now, we get her back? Yeah, now I can, you see, and it's funny you say that because there's some men that think that it's going to be like that forever. No. And then there's some women that get tired. Uh-huh. And I've I always had the saying is like, a woman will take so much. Oh, yeah. We take so much. But the moment that we're done. We're done. We're done. Yeah. So the whole Freaking all these years when we kept telling you like, hey, I need your help. Hey, I'm trying to communicate with you. Mm-hmm. Hey, let's do this together. We're partners. It's not 50-50. 50-50 is a divorce. Yeah. It's 100-100. Both yes. of you guys have to put 100% into this both, marriage. You both both of you has to be 100% for parenting, for bills. Like everything that involves a household is both See. of you. It's not 50-50. It becomes 50-50 when you guys are separated, when you guys are getting divorced. That's 50-50. That's why he takes the kids over the weekend and you take them, you know, it's half. Everything is half. Mm -hmm. But if you're in a relationship, you're in a marriage, you're a parent, it's 100%. Both of you guys have to give it 100% because it's a hard, hard, hard hard. job that we have. Motherhood is... Motherhood is very hard. So if you have, you know, if you have somebody with that mentality and you keep communicating, keep communicating eventually all that you're holding is going to start you know slowly this does you're mentally draining you need to protect your peace of mind and then it goes to the kids Uh you're so frustrated you're so tired you're so exhausted and then now mommy i can't right now you know yeah so it's not just about you anymore you know you got to think about the kids as well but because i've had my meltdowns where i'm in the car mom mom ethan ethan mom ethan just pushed me mom ethan took my ipad and i'm just like stop and they're like oh mommy mommy reached her point yeah yeah mommy reached her point and then they're quiet and then i'm like sorry guys i just need a minute you know it's a lot for a mom it's so much and we get so we get the shit end of the stick, bro. Yeah, we do. And you know? and I was telling it's you know I was talking to uh, to my niece about this. I'm like I feel like society has made it seem like moms are just expected. Yeah. You know we're you know it's 
moms are expected to take care of the kids. It's just how it is. And it's become a cycle and it's become a tradition and a cultural thing. You know, we grew up seeing our moms being at stay out the stay at home moms while the dads go out, you know, and it is, I don't know if it's, um, you know, we haven't broken that cycle yet. Not not fully to the extent, especially I think in the Latin community, there's still a lot of parents that are machistas. I think we're holding on to that for we're some reason, and I don't know why we're holding on to it. It's but hard. You gotta let that go. It's if you're hard. a man out there, well, you know. But you know what? Hold on. Let's stop. Let's stop right there. Mm-hmm. This could also turn the tables around. A man could be going through this because now you see a lot of stay-at-home oh, yeah. dads. Yeah. You know, maybe not as much in our community because we have like the. I mean, I'm I'm in the net, uh-huh. you know, but it's. What happens when it is the dad doing all that stuff and the mom's a lazy one? The mom is not wanting to contribute. Like, nah, I don't want to do nothing. Yeah. And that dad has to take over and work. Because we have that. We oh, have absolutely. where the women, you know, lazy, doesn't like to do anything, doesn't want to do anything. Exactly. The kids don't even, you know, and the, dad has the kids to look like up. shit every time they yeah. go out with dirty clothes. Uh-huh. You know, exactly. and the dad is the one like providing. Absolutely. I agree. I mean, there is a lot of parents out there too that, yeah. you know, the moms are lazy. They just, they slack off mm-hmm. and the dads have to step up. And I, I've seen it and I've, you know, I've seen it happen and I've known a few Oh, yeah, people. I've seen it. Yeah. So I 100%, you know. Oh, cuando salen las mamás bien arregladitas y los niños. Bien, and you're like. Bien, uh, sí. Like, you know. Like, todos los mocos aquí, las greñas así, you know. Dude. And it's I, like, whoa, 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 whoa. Yeah. And sorry if I'm calling you out and this fits the shoe. But if you, to <laughs> me. It's, my kids are always looking good. My kids will look better than me. Yeah. yeah sometimes I'm just like, ah, oh, we're going to the store. Put your sandals on, pajamas, whatever. See. But my kids going somewhere, they're going to look good. Yeah. You know, they're going to yeah. be clean. Yeah. They're going to, you know. And yeah. it's okay to talk about it, you yeah. know. Because Absolutely. to me, my kids looking that way makes me feel good as a mom. Exactly. Makes me feel like I'm doing something good. Yeah. Well, I mean, they're so little, you know. I'm sure they want to look good, but... Mm-hmm. Tan chiquitos, no se pueden cuidar, and they're just like, whatever, you know. But it's it's our responsibility, you know. The minute that you become a mom, it's a with the title that comes a huge responsibility. Mm -hmm. You have to make sure they're good mentally, physically, their appearance is good, emotionally, everything que están comiendo bien, you know, proper nutrition. Uh, you know, they're, they're, you know, their hair is done, you comb their teeth, you brush their teeth every night. It's a lot, you know, and these are little things that don't get talked about. So what happens when the mom, an amazing mom, Mm -hmm. cooks every day, takes care of the kids, kids are good, the house is clean, she's doing everything, and the husband gets out and husband goes do his own thing. And the mom is still staying at home till nighttime with the kids. There's no support because the only support she has is just supporting. The, he's supporting the household. Like, at, how much can a woman take like that? Yeah. You know, it's like right. at it's some training. point you're going to explode and you need to communicate this because yeah. it's you're taking a job that should be shared between two parents. Absolutely. You know, and there's and amazing women out there yeah. that. Stay at home. And I think I think when it comes to that, you know, I think um, in one of our last episodes, you talked about how I think it was a situation kind of like this where you, you know, you, you said it's important to know if like you're a stay at home mom and if you want different to sit down, write what you want, write what, what you want, right? What you want out of your life. And I think once you know that, bringing it up to your partner and saying, you know what, I don't want to do this anymore. I'm tired. I'm mentally drained. And this is what I, this is what I think is ideal for me, you know, and you putting out exactly what you feel, exactly what you want from them as a partner. And, you know, then it's up to them to willing to compromise for you. Like, okay, how can we, you know, it's just really sitting down. And like you said, not 50, 50, a hundred, a hundred, you know what? Okay. Look what time, you know, he could be like, you can tell him, you know what? This is ideal time for you to come home. And if, well, from, I mean, when you have a job, when no man no, has no, a job, he sí, doesn't pero have a, a veces se van. Yeah. So this is, you know yeah. what? This is the ideal time that I want you to be home. You know, and especially if he's a business owner and he's allowed, he could control his 
his hours, whatever. Yeah. You guys can both figure out a time. You know what? This time works for you to come home. Okay, so, you know, it could be like at 5 p.m., an example, right? Not everybody's situation is different. Everybody has their own schedules and stuff. But let's say you expect him to be, not expect, but you, you want him to be home by 5, right? Okay, by five, this is what I would like for you to do. Like, give me at least an hour for me to take a shower, for me to do this, to go run my errands, do that. You take the kids at least two hours. I come home. We, you know, we, we have dinner. You help me bathe the kids. We put them to sleep. That's good. You see, and you me? see that, like, then to him, it's like, okay, you know, I'm, le estoy cumpliendo with what he wants. And that's going to take away all the nagging mm-hmm. away you know and it's just going to be like a healthier relationship but this is what i'm learning now you know that i'm like damn communication is really a key point you know like really sitting down knowing what you want and talking to your partner about what you really do expect from your partner i mean uh, what you want from your partner you yes. know like what what is ideal for you like what what is the ideal man or your ideal partner to me, you see, with, you know, being married for 16 years, I know what I want and I know what I need mm-hmm. to fill my bucket mm-hmm. because everybody's different. Uh, absolutely. Everybody's needs are different. Well, we all and, have our own way of love, you know, like our mm-hmm. love language. So like I said, you know, you might want your husband to come home with roses and that's what's satisfying to you. Maybe mm-hmm. you don't want him to take care of the kids. Maybe you just want roses. Maybe you just want your husband to come home and be like, babe, you know, thank you so much for taking care of the kids. Don't cook tonight. We're having dinner. You know, I brought food. Or, you know, you might be that person like, babe, don't worry. I got it tonight. Let me clean for you. You know? And the other thing, there's I hope, every, I hope we all want something, something different. Something different. And I hope if you're a man and you're watching out there and you're married, or <laughs> if the wife sat you down to watch this video. Thank you. <laughs> thank you. Um, ask her, baby, how can I help you to make your days better? Mm-hmm. Pero tampoco no se aprovechen, we. No, no, no. <laughs> you know, but what can I do? Like, you know, wh- what is it that you're trying to communicate with me that I'm not understanding? Exacto. How can I help you make your days better, but also knowing that I have to work, sí. and I have to do all this? Because like you said, you know, I would be the one that'd be like, hey, what time are you coming home, babe? Because I always wanted to make sure the food was warm. Mm, that's your I way of showing love. I hated when be like, hey, I'm on my way. And he didn't show up. And then the, so, the food so got fría. cold. And I'll be so mad. Mm-hmm. So I would always tell him, like, hey, babe, what time are you coming home? Because I wanted the food to be nice and warm and the kids. And we all eat as a family, right? Yeah. But then after that, you know, if I have something to do, hey, hon, after we eat dinner, I'm going to go do this and this and that. Mm-hmm. You know? And that's my alone time. Right. Sometimes just going grocery shopping alone. Yeah. Because it feels I good. would I would I would leave him with the kids around you know ten eleven, and Walmart was open twenty four seven where I used to live, and I would be the one at midnight at Walmart and just taking my sweet sometimes yeah. two hours just going through the aisles over and over. You're like looking but at a that, product. Yeah, I was like, oh, that, See. Was like that was my alone time. And we all you want know? something different. Como te digo, you know, it just really comes down to communicating with your partner and you know what i think you know i've been going to church and um one of the things that i I, you know that my pastor was saying is like we we now live in a society where we have become so selfish and it's just you know we don't care about other people's feelings and you know when you're in a relationship we kind of forget to be empathetic of our partner and really try to put ourselves in our shoes that we get, you know, and sometimes life happens that we get so stressed out and just tunnel vision on what we want in the future that we forget to live in the in the moment, the present and figure, really make your relationship a priority. We forget about that stuff, mm-hmm. you know? And one of the things that he was saying is being empathetic of your partner, because when you do become empathetic of your partner, it switches everything around. Because you're like, damn, how can, you know, what can I do to make, you know, I love my wife. I love my husband. What can I do to just make his day better? You know, and just really be empathetic and ask. And, you know, obviously they're going to tell you like, oh, you know, I, I would actually like for you to do this for me. Or, I, you know, I, I, I would love for us to do this, you know. And when, when you approach that situation in a soft, you know, empathetic way, 
it really softens things up. Like, yeah. you know, he it makes it easier for him to open up to you without, because, you know, sometimes men and women, we're afraid to share what we're feeling in being afraid that, you know, they're going to take it as an attack. or. But that's walking on eggshells. Yeah, that's oh, what I'm saying. Oh, and that is so no, difficult I, to I, have I a relationship uh, that you're walking on eggshells because you don't know if you're going to communicate and they're going to be like, oh, my God, you're always complaining. Oh, my God, you're See? crazy. Or they end up exploding on you because they're like, oh, my God, I'm doing all this for you and you still don't not happy. Mm-hmm. That now that is something, you know, a lot of women also go through uh, and lot. men. There's men that, you know, in a relationship, if I tell my myself. wife this, you know, she's very they're walking on eggshells yeah. because you always get mad. I don't say nothing because you're always talking right. shit. Yeah. Yeah. But that's what I'm saying, like, you know, being empathetic. And if you take that time for you ask your partner, it, maybe you're not that type of person, right? But if you start practicing where you're like, you know, let's say we're in a relationship, right? And you're, you, you're used to not telling me anything because you're afraid of how I'm going to react. But how would you feel if I come up to you and be like, hey, babe, like, you know, is there something that you would like for me to do? Yes, take me to Hawaii. Okay, babe, when would you want when would you I want to see go? No, I'm serious. Like, yeah, like, okay, you know, I know right now it's hard, but let's plan it. Yeah. You know, then you're like, oh, snap. Yeah. It would take, take you off guard. Off guard. And then you're just like, wow. Mm-hmm. You know, and then it makes you realize, like, maybe I should do that too. Yeah. And, you know, it, it really just softens up the things. And just being empathetic, yep. dude, of the, your partner. The other thing, moms, detach from your kids. Absolutely. For your mental health and physical, you need to not detach, but just your alone time with you and him. Mm-hmm. Because you guys could talk, See. talk about the kids, how they're doing in school. But your alone time with them is very important Crucial. because my kids are attached to the hip. Mm-hmm. You know, I go to the bathroom, they're following me to the bathroom. Mm-hmm. I take a shower, they're in my bathroom. Right. Emma's walking with my heels, Eliana's trying to do my make- her makeup, mm-hmm. you know, like playing with my makeup. See, like we're never alone. You guys need to detach and, you know, get yourself back, you know, to a position where you're like, okay, here I go again. I think making your relationship a priority. We, you know, como te digo, cuando te casas, you know, you're so tunnel vision with, you know, our future. We're working hard to be wherever we want to be that, you know. You forget about the present. You forget about the present. You forget about your relationship. Not just with your family. It's like your relationship with your wife. You still love her, but then that you know, the same amount of um, the same amount of energy that you're putting into your business, your career, your your vision, your your future should be put the same amount in your relationship because mm-hmm. you know that takes a toll. Yeah. And and like you said, it's very important that you guys take time out of your day to really focus it on your yeah. on your on your relationship you know yeah. and then and ask your sorry go ahead no no no. go ahead and ask your significant other you know like hey baby are you okay when you're married for such a long time or you're with somebody in a relationship for a long time you know when they're thinking about something or when they're like off into another you know See. space and you're like babe what's wrong ask you know because you're never going to know if you just see him thinking see. you know or see him in the couch and think he's all you know, right. frustrated or whatever. Like, baby, you okay? Yeah. And see what I mean? Like, right now that you're saying this, that comes down to being empathetic. Mm-hmm. Porque a veces, we, have, we hold so much anger and all this. Like, he's not doing this. He's not doing that. Uh, like, coraje that lo, lo empiezas a ver con coraje. Yeah. And it's a natural thing. I mean, you know, we're, we're so fed up. We're so tired that, you know, all this builds up. We're like, we expect him to do this. We want him to do that, you know. But since we're not communicating it, obviously they're not doing it. So it pisses off even more. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it, we play it in our head. Like, oh, my God, like, he should be taking out the trash, mowing, doing Why the do I got to take, take out the trash? Uh-huh. You know it's your so, job to take out the trash. So empezamos a verlos con coraje. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, we, we turn into these mean and lo- we attack them instead of, you know, show, showering them with love and stuff like that to just kind of ease that tension. And, you know, like being really empathetic of mm-hmm. your loving, you know, your spouse and stuff like that. And remember, so. like like I said, a woman could take so much. She could take so much. Exactly. But when she gets tired and she she's fed tired. up, she's done. And now, yeah. you know, that perfect <laughs> woman that you had is going to start 
she's gone. She's gone. And, you know, there's going to probably be somebody out there that is going to appreciate everything right. she's doing. Yeah. Because they were stuck with the other type of woman. Yeah. Yeah. You know? So, so it all comes down into knowing what you really want. Like Betsy said, write down what you want, what you want from a partner, you know, what you want for yourself, for your partner, what you envision your life to be. And unfortunately, if your partner isn't willing to give you that, mm -hmm. you got to learn to accept like, it's okay. Yeah. You got to move on. You know, you can't. Because it's a never-ending cycle, if it's you a stay cycle. in that relationship. It's mm -hmm. like if they're not willing to give you what you want from them, you're just wasting your time. You're you're draining yourself mentally. It's time to cut the ropes and just move on. And then that's another subject that we probably get into later on. Because on the next episode. On the XX. Sex, 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 In the next episode. Alien aquí ya. No, thank you. Call your hubby. <laughs> Can you come? <laughs> no, but yeah, definitely, you know, that's the next episode that we could probably touch is like, you know, once you do cut the ropes, what's next? What happens next? What happens And next? I think this is something that we can actually talk about because we're living through mm -hmm. it. Everything we just talked about is our situation, you know, because we're talking in... Experience. In our point of view, what we would do, how we see things. It's not, yeah. you know, a lot of, I think a lot of times people think that what we're talking about is because we literally are going through it. With, you know, maybe we went through it with a different relationship. You know, maybe we see it from a friend. So don't, please don't take this as in, you know, we're telling you guys to like go and break up with your husband. Yeah, no, 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 no. We're and we will never condone that. You no, know, no, absolutely. Like not. everybody's situation is different. Nobody's the same. My relationship is very different than exactly. yours, and your relationship is very different absolutely. than mine. And just like your guys' relationship is very different than ours. But if you guys could take little pointers on what right. we're telling you, it's not. It's our story with our experience to tell in but our if point you, of view in our point of view but if you can learn something that's going to help you make your relationship stronger better healthier go for it exactly. we're not going to be here hey it's time to divorce no 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 no, no, no. no. that is yours and solely yours decision yeah we'll talk about um the next episode um you know what what happens once you do cut the ropes? Like, mm -hmm. what happens along with all of that stuff, yeah. you know? Yeah, definitely. And then please keep the questions coming. Um, one of our following episodes is going to be answering all your guys' questions because there's so much so out there. Things. Wow, like, we're so overwhelmed with all the messages that we're like... Yeah. We, we are happy that you guys yes. are reaching out because you have a friend behind the camera. But it's just like, wow, the amount of women and Going men that stuff. feel so you know, uh, unappreciated yes. and unheard. And the fact that you guys have to wake up every day and go through the struggle every day, like I am, you know, I am listening and I am reading to everything you guys are putting. And I am so grateful that you guys are trusting us. This is a safe space for you guys. Yeah. And, and if we could help in any way, we would definitely help. Yeah, absolutely. I agree a hundred percent. You know, we're overwhelmed with all the amount of love and you guys reaching out and opening to us. It means a lot. Like, yeah. I know this is very personal and it's sometimes we just need that one person to hear us out whenever we're going through something because a lot of times we're afraid of being judged. And not only know? that, it's because family, you know, sometimes you feel like you want to go and tell family, but, but then you don't want that family looking your significant exactly other in a different, different way, way because at the end of the day, you're still there. Exacto. And then we end up looking dumb. Exacto. And you're like, well, you're still there. Exacto. You're still there. Y le agarran coraje and it's Lo miran mal. mal. Uh -huh. And it's just, then you, we end up staying quiet. Yeah. Why are we going to say something? We're just still going to yeah. stay here. So it really means a lot that you guys have definitely reached out and opened up to, to us to share your yes. personal experiences. It means the world. Like, you know, we're, we're super grateful and thankful for all, every single one of you. And remember, this is also a lot of you guys saying, please keep it keep me anonymous this is anonymous we will yes. never display no, your name no, no, no. we will not put your information out there no like At this all. is honestly a safe space and yeah. i wish i would have had this when i had just got married i yeah. wish i would have had this when i was just barely going through a relationship and it was just fresh because yeah. it would have helped me See? to hear different perspectives exactly. and different things you know and on. i mean you know we're talking from experience we both have been in really long long-term relationship mm -hmm. it's not a one year two years five years no 10 years plus yeah you know 18, 18 years, years 13 years that's a long time you know and 
and anything that we can do to help your guys' relationship better, like that we wish we could have done, we're all here for it. You know, yes. we're here to share with you guys. You guys can learn from us to, you know, just get little pointers of like, okay, you know what? They're right. Yep. This is what they could have done to better their relationship. And, you know, I'm still at a point where I can save my marriage and apply it. Yes. You know, so don't, our, wow, it's pouring. Wow. Yeah. All right, you guys. So, you know, we'll, we'll, we won't make this too long, but, you know, we're just super grateful for all of you guys. And we want to thank you. Thank you so much. Leave and us comments down below what yes. you thought about this episode. If you guys are really resonating with all of this, if you guys want more of this, because I feel like it's never ending. There's a lot. There's so much. A lot of things that. And I know, feel like we start with the topic and then it leads into another I know topic. we were talking about motherhood. We ended up talking about relationships. And then now we're going to talk wife. about after we cut the cord. And it's like, ah, Ugh, it's, it's so a much. Lot, you yes. know? And, and, and these are little things, like I said, that we just never finish experiencing like i mean till this day we're still learning mm -hmm. ourselves you know and it's been it's been a long and i'm just so glad that you guys are coming along in this journey because uh, us ourselves are going through it mm -hmm. we really are we're just using our platform to share it with all of you guys you know we don't have it all together we oh, don't girl, even no. know what's gonna happen with us our relationships you know we're just learning as we go and we're sharing those experiences and you know little things that here and there that we're learning right now yeah yeah all right all right guys this is a wrap we will see you guys on our next episode bye bye